Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Wherever you are in the world, we are in sunny Barcelona. That's right. And you have tuned into the fun road. Let's do it again. And you, you have tuned, tuned into the, the fun road. road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't. Let's try one more time. Okay. And you have tuned into the, the fun, fun road. Fun, no, fun I've, road. The fun road. Okay, you do it. Okay. okay. And, and you, you have, have tuned into the fun, fun road. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this podcast is all about different things We're besides <laughs> singing. And today we're going to have a special episode because actually we're going to talk about what is home. And we said, we were thinking about what subject we were going to do. But the moment I actually got into my house, I thought, you know, that feeling of home is something that we can talk about because we fly and travel yeah. all the time. We've just been to, well, you've been to Romania. I got stuck in Austria and then we went to Germany and then we went to Copenhagen. Denmark. Yep where we actually yesterday had the live training of the fun road, which was amazing. And now we're in Spain. So, you know, yeah. and something that we really recognize is what makes us feel at home, even on the road. There are certain things that we must bring that yeah. we like to do in the hotel room to uh, feel more at ease. Mm. So my sister always asks me, why don't you bring a blanket when you travel? Just to have that feeling of oh, yeah. something that smells like home. But I always feel like it instantly smells like an airplane. And then yeah. I'm just snuffing that out my nose and it doesn't mm. feel like home at all. So home has nothing to do, because you're talking about a blanket, but it's not the blanket. Yeah. It's the sense of the smell of a blanket. Home, it has nothing to do with material things. We yeah. all know that, of course. So, and I and I catch catch myself because I've been I haven't been living in Belgium for eight years now. And people, when they say, "Oh, um, are you going home?" I said, "No, no, no, I'm not going home because I think yeah, home is really going to Belgium, going yeah. to Bruges." Yeah, of course. So. Yeah. If you hear some scratches in the background, it's my little boy that is just walking around. And boy, I don't mean... Human. <laughs> I mean, a non-human. It's a canine. Little, it's a canine. It's a little dog, but I call him my boy. So yeah, home for me definitely is Bruges and home for you is... Utah. Utah. Yeah. And why Provo. is it home? All the things that bring back good memories. Oh, yeah. Every corner you turn, it has a memory, it has a feeling, it has an emotion and a person attached. I remember when we were moving and it was the, my dad had died when we were in that house mm. and I was very emotional about moving because I would no longer, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Really? Yeah. It was like, oh. I'm going to not have those oh. I haven't thought about that. Keep up your podcast. <laughs> Keep up your... I Keep mean, up she's my really, podcast, boy! Even though you hear her laughing, she's really crying. Oh. I mean... You, you yeah, need to keep up your podcast voice. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing is like every corner you turn is a memory. So anyway, sometimes when you move from a certain location, it's almost like a fear of letting something go of course 
that's what people who clutter and have a lot of stuff in their house, that's what it's all about. Yeah, Yeah, they're miserable. But the reason why they do it is because they're scared that let things go go because (laughs) letting things go is letting go of memories. And it's not true. I'm actually the opposite. I'm very good of letting go of material things. Like my house also in Bruges, I have people living in it. Yeah. So for me, material things is not so, th- does not bond me or connect me to no. a an emotion or a feeling. Yeah. I, I really easy to, to let go of things. But I mean, home is, is where you have those memories yep. and where you want to go to when you think about a Christmas evening yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. And it's not where you sometimes go because this Christmas I was like somewhere completely different. But it's where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a feeling of feeling completely surrounded by love and by all these memories and just having a visual reminder of those memories. What's interesting yeah. is I'm actually taking some uh, some courses and it's on some child development courses. And they were talking about when a child has trauma at a young age. And it could be years later, all of a sudden they drive by a restaurant and a smell triggers that traumatic event where home for us, us, that smells like, oh my gosh, I remember when I was sitting with my family and it brings back this whole kind of whimsical memory and it can actually have the opposite effect. And I think that when you go home, you have the greatest chance of feeling just completely surrounded by love. Yeah, yeah. So when I think about John, for him, home is, he loves when I'm here. Yeah. And cooking food. And he comes from the whole evening teaching classes because he's a fitness instructor. And he comes up those stairs. He said, it's the favorite moment (laughs) of the day. Yeah. Opening that door. The house is lit with candles. You can smell the food of homemade food. And he says, oh, I'll just put on my pajama, jump in the sofa. And it's home is really all about the feeling that somebody's taking care of you, the feeling that you are loved, the feeling that you can go somewhere and people will never, never exclude you. And sometimes... It happens. I mean, we got parents who exclude kids. We got family members who exclude uh, family members. So that home feeling is different for everybody. And I'm sure there's people, you guys are probably listening and you can recognize, oh yeah, I love it when I come home and there's food and I can smell it. And I think one of the reasons why, even though we have such different backgrounds, I think that we both love to do the same things that trigger that feeling of love and like stability. Like we love to go get a nice meal and sit and watch a movie. And it's like just that very cozy yeah. feeling. Mm. It's oh. so funny. We're doing this podcast and Steve just keeps looking over at his dog who is staring at him waiting. Is there something you'd like me to do? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me like, you normally give me so many commands and now you're just ignoring talking, me. ignoring me. Every time this lady comes, you, I have to work for your affection. Papa. So an interesting thing, when I am home in my house in Utah, 
if Brian is not in town, it does not feel like home. Of course I'm not. very yeah. used to being, but he has to have that feeling. Of course, when I come home, it's a totally different feeling, but he's had to have so many more nights with me away. And I'm very used to being in hotels. Mm. But there is an emptiness, I feel, when I go home to my house and if Brian is gone, mm. I can't sleep. I shuffle in my bed all night. I Even though it's not like, I mean, after a while, I've been married 16 years. It's not like I, we're spooning each other all night. I mean, mm. you need your space when you sleep. Like, Do not touch Do not me. Touch it's me. too warm. And I don't want that to lead to anything in the middle of the night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tired. Brian? You rec we recorded it. It's on tape. <laughs> but something that I've done this past trip that I'm going to for sure do is I'm bringing my pajamas. Usually I don't bring my pajamas. I usually I've never just seen sleep. you in a pajama in a hotel. I know. But I brought them this trip. And it was amazing. My zip up ones that I got for oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I got them. That's not I a pajama. What would you consider that? That's before I go to bed, I want to stay warm thing. So I always <laughs> go to bed fully clothed like that. With that? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And I wake up just sweating. Do you know how sweaty. I sleep? <gasps> how do I, I sleep? Breathe. Underwear. Mm -mm. Butt naked? Butt naked. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, of course. In a hotel bed? Ah! Oh, yeah. That little that little underwear will... will <laughs> yeah, butt you. naked. Even really? in the hotel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not. That's kind of hot. I thought you know who did that. I always thought it was underwear. No. I've never slept butt naked in my life. What? No. I like why? that. So why do people wear underwear when they sleep? Well. For me, it's like taking a bath. At home. <laughs> yeah, at home, you won't. There's no function in clothes when you sleep. Women, it's different. <laughs> just letting you know I know you're not married to a woman so underwear is good <laughs> why what could what, tell me what could happen I want to know now oh <laughs> uh, well you know things well first off you have the time of the month and you need underwear just in okay, case that okay. I get that I get what but else? there's other times of the month that other things happen the look of shock on Steve's face I mean the, things just, can happen you know just poo yourself or what no, pee or poo same hole oh my god <laughs> that's what I'm telling you okay so for me I've always wanted underwear I've just, that's something like. So maybe for men, it's different. Underwear, t-shirt. But for me, I always am freezing right before I go to bed. So I'm in sweats, even in a hoodie, and my robe. I've slept in that pink robe. I can't oh, tell you how many Oh my nights. God. You know, for me. Brian's too hot. He doesn't let me cuddle up on him. He's like, I'm sweating. How, so I just wear yeah. a bunch of layers. How? Um, I've never. Um, how do you say that? Slept with a woman. I never looked. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. <laughs> I never considered sleeping that is something that you wear clothes for. Never. Oh, it's such a cozy feeling. You get all cozy. I do that with my blanket. I know, but it doesn't get all the crevices. Mm. <laughs> so, also, when we're talking about home, there is a certain feeling of people. Because I can go and visit somebody and have a sense of home. And I think the more you're oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I come here to Barcelona, I'm starting to feel like 
Yeah. I feel so comfortable here that. Why do people say, oh, this is your home. Just pretend like you're home. It's purely that they want to get rid of the boundaries that would set up. Being polite, being. Yeah, don't yeah. ask if you want anything because you'll be waiting all day for me to say, oh, do you want something? Yeah. Oh, no, just I'm, open the fridge. Yeah, exactly. I'm not serving you. <laughs> no, I've already opened your fridge and I've been in your house for one minute. Yeah, that's fine. So, you know, a home feeling is, I have it mostly, I think always around the holidays when yeah. I'm flying back home and I got two songs that I love. What are they? Um, driving home for Christmas. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm no, I'm waiting to go for it. I only Dri- laughed because you perked up and started snapping and swaying. Yeah, you just Driving don't sing home for, for Christmas. Christmas. Oh, did you see how I hit the- <laughs> high note there? High notes. So uh, I love that song because it, for me, it's. I don't know if we should play a Christmas song, but I want the people to hear what it is. They can shazam it and put it on their Christmas list. Yeah. Is it a new Christmas song? Huh? Never heard it. Chris Rhea. Never heard of him. Her. You never heard of Chris? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this no is idea. it, Anne. Oh, I love that. <laughs> We're just nodding at each other and swaying. Yeah. 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 You didn't know. And this one is another song that I put up sometimes when I fly. So for me, home is Bruges. That's where I'm brought up. That's where my family is. That's where my oldest friends are. Because, you know, you can have new friends, but the old friends, do you remember when we and this and that? You've just seen them transform your life right before your very eyes. Same thing. When when I'm with Brittany and Megan. I've been friends with them. Well, Brittany's my cousin. It's my first friend I ever remember. She was she was my definition of friendship. Oh, really? Yep. And then Megan and I met in third grade, and we've just seen each other evolve through the years. Yeah. And her parents, I truly feel like I'm one of their kids. You know, they're just so loving and yeah. And there is something to that that is that you can't compare. And sometimes you lose that connection, even if you've been friends with them forever, mm, because mm. they don't know what's happening in the day to day. So yeah. you got to catch up a bit, but yeah. it doesn't matter. You just feel right at home right away. Right, right away. And you know, there's when your mind, this is something that's actually cool in the song. They sing that as well. I'm going to let you hear another song that I always play when I fly to Bruges and it says home. I'm making my way home. My mind is already there. And it's true because when you're excited to go, oh my God, oh, it's going to be cozy in your family and whether it's parents or brothers or yeah. sister, but you can be you because this is something that I don't like when people say, oh, I'm so happy because with you, I can be myself. And I'm like, I'm happy you're telling me that you can be yourself with me, but I feel sad for you that yeah. you cannot be yourself with other people. I think that the what they really are meaning is I feel right at home with yeah. you. Because yeah, yeah, Because there's true. certain people who don't, They there's so much fight within what you want to do, what they want to do, and so much explaining of who you are that you yeah. don't feel like you're at home. No, no, no. You can't just sit on a couch and fart if you need to and get That's a drink. True. And, That's true. 
So this is another song from, uh, I think he's from Iceland, from Scandinavia. Going home, love it. It's a little more dramatic. But <laughs> he says, home, making my way home. My mind's already there. I love it. Yeah. A little intro. Light. Yeah. You're with me in the dark. Light away at night. Yeah, love it. Oh, and I can literally sit in a plane, listen to those songs, not Christmas, but that one, and songs that give me that mm -hmm. comforting feeling. And when I hear that song, I really see that guy, that singer, in his car driving to his family, yeah. this little house by in Scandinavia, maybe in Norway, you know. It's crazy how we visualize sometimes what we want to have as home because you could almost split up home in three ways. The way it was when you were a kid in yeah. the past, the way it is now, which is different because your home as a kid is different than your home now, mm -hmm. and the way you want it to be in 10, 15, 20 years from now. And it's, it's a good idea to think about that. What do I want? What do I see in home for me? And even if we go home, even with all the amazing moments, there's still plenty of moments of chaos and of of low oh, moments yeah. and low points, but there's still that feeling. That's part of it. Yeah. That's part of it. So I was listening to a book recently and it was talking about being realistic with our expectations. <laughs> It happened. Should we explain what just happened? Well, so we, ju we just flew back from from Denmark, and they have something very cool. There's a shop that's called like Lekrish by Bulo, or oh, no matter how you say, but, it, but, but it's like all different. It's like licorice in white chocolate, covered in passion fruit, rolled in sugar mm -hmm. that's been dipped in passion fruit weirdness. <laughs> love that candy so we bought a whole pot and i now grab the pot out of the back and there is literally <laughs> one ball in the whole pot and god looks at me she said it just happened it just happened so who gets that ball you do oh for sure that's yours because i took like three yeah there were four left i ate three and i thought i'm gonna leave that one for steve that one is yours because mm. i ate too many so after we just came home, or we just came here, and uh -huh. we got a burger and fries. That's good that you say that at home. <laughs> and on the way back, I ate those when I was waiting for you to come back for the key. You shouldn't have left me alone for so long. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's literally, how many are in that pot? 40? And there was one left. Yeah. I mean, I did give John some. Mm. I'm not going to take it all. No. But... I listened to a book and it was talking about being realistic with our expectations. And so you take an example of going home and you have like all these things that you want to have happen over Christmas break, over summer break mm. and over a weekend, you want to see this person, you want to eat here, you want to cook this, you want to do all that. So oftentimes we feel a little disappointed mm -hmm. and you take any kind of life event, a wedding, having a baby, 
uh, a weekend holiday, whatever it may be. And the book suggested something very useful. List out 10 expectations. Mm -hmm. And what if only five of them were met? Yeah. Would you still have the great feeling? Would it still be worth it? Would you still think it was worth the trip? Of course, yes, it would be. Of course. But a lot of times you have people who maybe they're going to get ready for a high school reunion and they want to lose 30 pounds because what they want from that 30 pounds is the recognition of, wow, you look so great. And that old boyfriend to look at them or that old girlfriend to say, wow, you know, I really messed up by dumping you. It's like, okay. (laughs) So if you go to the reunion, you have fun, you have a good meal you see a lot of people, you still lose the weight, but you don't get the confirmation of other people of how amazing you look. Is it still worth going? Is it still worth losing the weight? Mm -hmm. But so many times we get lost in our expectations that are not met. Yeah. So when you go home, be thinking of the feeling of just being surrounded by love and by memories and And by that security. Yeah, yeah. And I think society is also social media, not too close to the microphone with that pot. She's eating licorice balls right next to the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> licorice balls. Mm-hmm, she, so good. she eating licorice balls. balls. <laughs> the problem that we have these days is social media movies is putting up this image of what a home is. You know, you see these people at home and, oh my God, look at this and that. And I'm making this meal. Well, yeah, the person making the meal is living 5,000 miles away from you and making one meal Mm -hmm. once a month, taking a picture. The next day, you see somebody else and you keep thinking, wow, everybody's cooking every single day. Every single person I know has a beautiful kitchen cooking gourmet food. And they have a beautiful garden and they're walking with the dog at the beach. Well, these are small. They can be true. Some of them are not, but they can be true. But these are snippets of people, their home. And then we're thinking, oh, my God, my home looks less. And that is totally fine. It's not the way it looks. It's the way it feels. Even when... Sorry for raising my voice. (laughs) Even when you go and look at a house that's for sale, Mm. they have all the pictures online. It's just like beautiful and perfect. And they they get all the right angles that make it look huge or a hotel room. And then you walk in and you're like... Well, this is different than the website. <laughs> uh, and we have that best, with our life. Yeah. Look at the, I'm not going to say which chain, but you got these burger restaurants and then McDonald's, make... Burger King, Jack in the Box, oh. <laughs> Carl's Jr. <laughs> Where you're like, you get the, the lettuce and the lettuce. Ryan, is did you beep those out? <laughs> if not, we better get sponsored. No, we don't want to be sponsored by, by. I'd get sponsored by him. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So just letting you know, we're putting up expectations. These, and we are not stupid. We know it's not the same. Mm -hmm. We know it's not like that. And still we love to imagine ourselves. We are eating that imagining ourselves. We are, so our expectations really are very high. And uh, this is maybe a good thing for you guys at home, whether you're listening in the car, whether you're listening at home. I want you to think about your three homes, Mm -hmm. your home in the past. What was it? Why did it feel good? And what didn't make you feel good? Your home now, what can you change today to make sure that you really have that beautiful feeling of being loved, of taking care of? 
Is it something you really need to change? Because sometimes we can live in a, in a in a house that doesn't feel like a home because yeah, the interior clean it up, clean declutter, it up it. declutter it. Totally. Do something, put different images out, yeah. little reminders yeah. of love and of happiness so that you can really feel that peace when you come there. Yeah, and, and that's then, that's part of your third home. Yeah. How do you want your house to be in years from now? What can you do now to make sure that that seat that you're planning now is a beautiful tree in 10 years? I think a great rule of thumb is, as always, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. And Say that I know again. That comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. I notice even with, even sometimes I'll drive my kids' friends home and I can hear them almost explaining to me about their house. Like, oh yeah, well, we're fixing this up. And I'm like, this house is wonderful. And I remember that as a kid doing that. And kind of when my friends who I felt like their house was clean and their family was more pulled together than mine. And they'd drive me home and I'd be like, oh yeah, well, we're just kind of fixing this and that up. And what your home is not a square footage. Your home is not a a marble counter. The home is simply a feeling that you create. And my dad, my dad didn't live in our home. My parents were divorced and we lived, he lived in an apartment. And so oftentimes in a very small apartment and with five kids, we'd come in and we like destroyed everything. So oftentimes for holidays, we'd go over to the Chase's house and their last name is Chase. And it was, it was my mom and dad's like best college friends. My dad was actually engaged to Jan, the mom. They called it off. He married my mom, but they all stayed good friends. So for holidays, we'd go over to Jan's house and as I've grown up, I've thought about how she opened her doors and made everybody feel at home. She yeah. didn't put pressure on people to make it feel too clean. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like I never felt I was in the way. I never felt my stuff was in the way. Yeah, and she yeah, just yeah, made yeah. us feel like mi casa Be- su casa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. love that. And I I want to do better at that. And Brian's mom is a great example of that as well. At Christmas time, we had a big dinner. And then she was sitting down and playing games. And I was like, how are you not freaking out about all the mess that we just left? All those dishes are out. And she said, I refuse to let a mess get in the way of my fun. I will clean that. And I can clean it now and miss out on the fun. Or I can enjoy the fun now and yeah, clean that yeah, later. True. And that was a new concept and that's, for that, me. That's something you need to practice. And you know when you get invited with people at home, not too close to the microphone. I know, I'm the... trying to do it very, very slowly. <laughs> When you go to people their house and you can see it's super clean and neat and why do people do that? Because more than 90% of the people visiting that house feel cold, mm-hmm. feel like they cannot be themselves because they would make a mess. And then you come into this warm house where you feel like it's it's neat, yeah. but you can go jump in the sofa you, I mean, not with your shoes on, but, but you go lying. Like yeah, and you you feel like you know what? Let me jump in that sofa. I will take a nap right away. If you can take <laughs> yeah. a nap in that house, that means you feel that's home. A good, that's a yeah. good sign. So on on our life, on our expectations, see if what makes you feel really at ease and yeah. at home yeah. and comfortable. And and I'm sure your home now is better than your home when 
uh, I don't know if I can say because this is something well, you should it, say. It, yeah, but your house now <laughs> or your your past house, yeah. your home now is. You know, one thing that growing up for me, I moved a lot, and even in the first ten years of marriage of Brian, we moved like seven times. Wow. Just moving, moving, moving. So this is the longest I've lived. first laid... year? No, first 10 years. Oh, okay. So we lived in this house for six years. But before that, we had moved like seven times in that first 10 years. And it was something for me. It doesn't really matter what it, you know, how big it is, how nice it is. I want to stay. Yeah. I want to come and I want to feel that those streets are familiar. And I want to drive down when I'm coming home and I have this that long stretch and you can see the mountains and my house is going to be on the cul-de-sac on the right. I just get this feeling of, oh, here it is. Yeah. Time to relax. Yeah. Time to kick my feet up. Yeah. I have that with the smell of waffles when I can in, get into Belgium. Mm, I bet. Yeah. You've smell been of, smelling that all your yeah. life. You smell the waffles because there's like a little bakery and they have the waffles there. And you smell that and you go, oh, my God, that is my childhood. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So we want you... This is something you can do, actually. I want you to think about, okay, what were the good things that made me feel home? <coughs> Sorry. Before. <coughs> I'm okay. No, I don't need water cast. <laughs> Thank you. No, you don't need to save me. <laughs> think about what made you feel at home. What made you feel loved? Are you bringing that to your house and your home today? In your life. Yeah, in your life. Is that what you're feeling right now? And what can you do to change it? Whether it's decluttering some rooms, whether it is, you know what? I am going to force myself a little bit more to make it cozy at night and really lit up those candles. I do that. Yeah. I can sit by myself. I do the fire, lit up can, can, candles, candies, light up. light up. And sometimes John says that, you know, I'm Saturday night and it's 8.30 at night and I'm calling him and. What are you doing? Nothing. I said, oh. Go light the candles. Lovely. Just <laughs> yeah. light up the candles. Put a lasagna in the oven. Make the house smell of the lasagna. And yeah. then watch something on TV and fall asleep by 930 and yeah. wake up again. And then you can't sleep and watch a little bit more. Perfect. Make it home. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Let's end with that. Yeah. Well, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. I mean, I, I just I let just put them away. I can't put them away. You, you don't have to give it, <laughs> you can do that yourself. All you, you know, got to do is just extend your arm yeah, I and need put it, it somewhere out far of away. My reach. See, now I can't reach it, so now I won't eat it. No, no, I'm sure in two minutes you'll stand up and reach for that. Well, pot. once it's in reach. There's other things. I don't know. <laughs> so we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. And if we sound a little bit strange right now, it's because we both have a licorice ball in our mouth and we talk <laughs> a little bit different. Try to do the, no, not at the cheek. In the, in the yeah. middle of the mouth. And really just talk. And talk. So and I'd like to thank it. you for coming to the podcast. You guys are great. It's really good to be building this community. And don't forget to rate and subscribe. And give us a review. I wonder if we lose subscriptions now. People don't want to listen to me talking with that ball in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Please go online. Don't forget you can take the life training, the fun road, but we can also teach you everything through our webinar, which is absolutely amazing. Yep. Which is cool. You can find all details online. Go to thefunroad.com, castandsteve.com. 
click on GPS. It's an eight-week program, and we will guide you. It's a guided plan to success. Good. That's right. Thank you. We'll see you later. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Bye now. See you later. Bye.